Hi there. Welcome to OTs Get Paid, the podcast for OT entrepreneurs, where we learn about everything you need to know to move from thinking like a therapist to acting like a CEO and making good money along the way. Are you curious how to continue to be true to your mission of helping others as an OT and get paid what you're worth? Do you want to know the best tips that add zeros to your bank account? Do you wonder how other OTs do it too? I'm your host, Trish Williams, a Canadian, a mom, a not-so-closet choir nerd, an occupational therapist of over 26 years. I spent most of those years loving my profession, but secretly wishing I could get paid a lot more. Did I feel like I had an important job that had great impact on my clients and society? Check. Did I also wish I could feel validation in that work through getting paid enough to feel financial freedom? Check, check. So finally in my 40s, as a single mom who needed to get real with my income, I built two six-figure businesses including my latest as an OT entrepreneur coach at Trish Williams Consulting. And through this, I heard the secret shame that others felt the same way too. So I'm raising my voice and raising my profile of this issue and probably raising my prices. I'm here to talk about OTs making money. So let's do like Scrooge McDuck and dive into those giant piles of gold coins and get swimming and start this episode. Welcome OT entrepreneurs to season one, episode 14. Today, we're going to discuss the number one thing that makes money in your business. First, a little update. As I've spoken before, people either love it or hate it when I give personal updates. And there are more of you that say they enjoy them. So I'm going to dive in and talk a little bit about some updates every few episodes. Today, I was reflecting on what I could talk about, and I've decided to talk about resilience. So let me tell you two stories. The first story is that this week, I fi- or last week rather, I finally got accepted to speak at a conference outside of the OT world. Yay! I'll be telling you more about it as time comes on. It was my third time applying. And in fact, I did put that in my application and I said they would continue to hear from me. So they might as well pick me now rather than later as a speaker. And I wanted to remind you all about this concept of just doing, about just doing and taking base hits each time. I was soundly rejected multiple times by this conference and the speaker. And I have now shifted from getting no's and feeling like a failure to enjoying getting no's. Why do I enjoy getting no's? Because they get you closer to getting to yes. And I know that sounds like a bumper sticker and I don't mean to give you lemonade when life is handing you lemons. This is truly a lesson that has taken me a while to learn and I want you to embrace it as well. Way back when, I first heard of a concept many years back that was called making a list of your top five failures for the month. So I started doing that. And the reason that I started doing that was a reminder for me to take risks and to fail. And there were plenty of months I didn't have five. And that's because I was too scared. That's because I was stuck in fear. 
and fearful and scared of doing something new. So it wasn't that I didn't have five because I was so perfect. It was exactly the opposite. I didn't have five because I wasn't doing enough. Now I see the no's that I get weekly, daily, as getting closer to yes. Let's take this in a bit of a different context. My daughter has been applying to a school to help her learn strategies for her unique learning style. Last year, she got accepted in grade 11, what is a junior year in the U.S., and we call it grade 11 here in Canada. It's her second to last year of high school. She got accepted. And due to COVID regulations, she wasn't able to attend because they were still having in-person classes and they needed the measurements and the social distancing, et cetera, to be spot on. And they couldn't take one more kid in the class. My daughter really struggled with this decision. And she kind of begrudgingly said, yep, I think I'll apply, got in, and then was put off for one more year. So what did that do? She became more entrenched in her large bustling public high school. She became more entrenched in her friend group. She found even more teachers that she loved, and she was finding her rhythm at her public school. So fast forward to what is now the spring summer before her last year, her grade 12 year, and she applied again and got accepted. On top of that, I won't get into a backstory, she's also given up an opportunity to go to Europe and study there, and even stay at her fun large public school. My daughter is making choices to get closer to her yes. She has set big goals for herself in terms of the university program that she wants to get to. And because of her unique learning style, she knows that this particular school will help her get there faster, with way better grades, way better understanding of how she learns and will continue to learn at university. And she is going to do what it takes to achieve those goals. I did it through getting to know. My daughter is doing it through focus and making the less popular choice for her at 17 years old for a payoff later. We have both dealt with disappointment. We have both dealt with dealing with short-term pain for long-term gain. And we didn't let it stop us because we had a bigger vision. Now, this is seriously not meant to be the Trish and Pippa show. It's not meant to highlight like what a fantastic family we are because we have multiple, multiple faults, (laughs) many. My point is I wanted to use an example to share with you that I think a lot of you could relate to that wasn't just business. I love giving other examples outside of business so that we can kind of reinforce that learning and, and get to the, oh yeah, I really understand that. Although I have to say, my 17-year-old is one heck of a lovely kid. So is it hard for you to start things? Is it scary for you to get to know? Are no's scary and overwhelming and so you just avoid it? I hear from a lot of you. I specialize in growing and scaling OT businesses. I hear a lot of you that are even scared to start. You hang out in the podcast. You hang out in the Facebook group because you want to be inspired and So many of you write and tell me that you're scared to start. So I want to invite you, if this is you, to please come to our weekly bonus trainings in the OTs Get Paid Facebook group. I've been doing them for a while now, every week, sometimes two a week, but I haven't really been labeling them as such. And it's about time 
you know, we put some structure around that. So we are giving you bonus content. We are calling it Get Paid Perks. We're doing it on Wednesdays at 8 a.m. PST. And next week, we're going to be focusing on the topic of what to do if you're too scared to start. Join us there and ask yourself, what will you do to reach your goals? Which really leads me, hey, it's Trish. Now that I've got your attention, I wanted to tell you about something that we are really excited about here at OTs Get Paid. This month, we are kicking off our formal, systemic, organized, planned, woohoo, referral program. With every referral of somebody that you bring to us that purchases one of our two signature programs, Road to 100K and 100K Club, we give you money. We're leaning into it. We're leaning into our brand and we're going to get you paid. At this point, we are offering $400 for people who refer someone who enrolls in our 100K Club Mastermind and $250 for somebody that enrolls in our Road to 100K Program. But we're not stopping there. Your referred member will also get access to a bonus Q&A Zoom call every month that we are doing just for new referred members with our coaches. It's going to be Q&A, ask the coach anything. How are you going to do this? The best way to do this is to connect with us via email or through DMs. We're keeping it really simple for right now. And we're saying, hey, here's their deets. Do you want us to call them? Are they going to get in touch with us? And as long as you mention each other, we will connect you and let our system wheels spin and they will get their bonuses and you will get yours. And I want to remind you, we are a company with a mission. It is to bring more wealth to more female OT entrepreneurs because we know what women do with money. They use it to better their families and they use it to better their communities. So for every dollar that we generate here at OTs Get Paid every year, we give away 1% of our gross income to Dress for Success, which is a charity, an organization that's dedicated to empowering women towards financial independence. I hate to use the term win-win-win. Somebody has a better one. Please let me know. But we don't want you to keep those benefits to yourself anymore. We want your referral partner to win. We want you to win. And of course, we have a social agenda here at OTs Get Paid. Me into today's topic, which is the number one thing that makes money in your business. Any guesses what it is? Yeah, <laughs> it's setting goals. It's not even setting goals. It's a more refined point than that. It's building them into a strategic plan. This isn't very sexy, is it? I'm sorry. <laughs> but I ask you, how did you feel listening to the stories that I told you in the update? Did you feel proud of my daughter? Did you feel in sync with that feeling of reaching to a higher level in business or in your life? Then you have to set goals. Here's the problem. I cannot believe how few of us OT business owners don't set goals for our business. And we write goals for a living people. There is something that happens to us as OT business owners that we don't turn the lens back on ourselves and evaluate and assess and then interpret those scores and write out a report, so to speak. And I think that's because we are helpers at heart and we spend so much time thinking about the goals of others that we forget about the power of setting those goals 
and putting it down in the form of a strategic plan that will move the needle in your business to bring increased profit. Listen, there's something that happens when a company moves from the startup phase to growth phase. We're going to talk more about this in season two. I'm learning about it in depth myself. So I'll have more to share with you in a few weeks. But when we are in the startup phase, you are supposed to be hustling. You are supposed to be just reacting. You are supposed to be working 80, 90 hour work weeks. You don't have a lot of rhythm. You don't have a lot of strategy. You don't have a lot of proaction. And that's okay. You did what you needed to do to figure out your offer and get some clients in the door. But I love the sweet spot. I love the sweet spot right here of what we're talking about, of where it's time for you to start moving out of that habit of reaction, moving out of that habit of hustle and becoming proactive and thinking less like a therapist and acting more like a CEO. Literally, this is the sweet spot I love to work in more than anything. So what's the solution? The solution is writing goals and putting them in a strategic plan so that you can bring more money into your company. What we focus on grows. Otherwise, why would we write goals for our clients? Why would insurance companies require them? Why would schools require them? Why would governments require them? Why would they be the best practice that we've already instituted in so many of our businesses as they apply to our clients? Why would we do that if they don't work? You are now required to move from that hustle and that sweat equity because wearing a CEO hat is the right hat to wear to bring in the money. And this is a really big shift. I have spoken about this in my intro episode, number one, in short form, but I want to go back to it because it is literally the biggest epiphany I had in my business, in my bricks and mortar business that changed the course of my business growth. I sat on the dock at the cottage because I find I get my biggest inspiration when I'm at rest, when I'm consuming content outside of the OT world, and when I get time to ruminate and enjoy and marinate in all of those thoughts. So picture me in Ontario at the dock. It's swampy, it's humid, not like here in Alberta. And kids are probably running off the dock into the water. There's dogs, there's my extended family. My partner and I are sitting on the dock. And I am in the middle of full-on bricks and mortar growth in hustle and reaction mode, even though I've had the clinic now for probably four years by that time. And when I did some research, I realized that I needed to work on my business instead of in my business and things had to change. That is from Michael Gerber, the e-myth. And the vehicle of that change was through the strategic plan. My partner would tell you, he was beside me. In my strategic plan that year, I decided to build a digital arm of my bricks and mortar, which was Spring OT, and continue to grow the bricks and mortar clinic. And I hemmed, and I hawed, and I scribbled, and I typed, and I found screen caps on my phone that I'd kept, and notes and journals, and notes on my iPhone, and notes everywhere. And I finally got it down into one complete document. I just Googled the heck out of everything and used freebies and the whole nine yards. And I like, it was a labor, people. It was painful. But I did it. I looked him in the eye, and I said, you know what? This is going to work. 
And he remembers that as a big turning point. He talks about it all the time. And so do I. And you know what? We had massive growth since that point on. I already had a six-figure business. It grew. It closed. I had a digital arm that was growing. And I now have this new six-figure business. And that happened all within two years from writing that strategic plan, including having it during the middle of a pandemic. I believe in this process so much that I created a VIP day around it. For those of you who are aware of the CEO payday, you know that this is literally one of the biggest pillars in what I teach my clients and future students. We'll talk a bit more about that. But for now, I want to reveal the better way. I want to tell you what it looks like, what it entails, and how you can start building your own strategic plan. So a strategic plan consists of a few different parts. The first one is a values, vision, and mission. And before I continue, I want to let you guys know that there is a freebie. I'll talk a bit more about it. There is a freebie. So if you don't want to take copious notes, there is a template that I'm going to talk about more that you can download and you can use. It's one that I use with all my students and all my clients. And you can have that to work with. So you don't have to like scribble down exactly what this looks like because I'm giving you the template. Okay. So back to values, vision, and mission. What are values? A lot of people talk about core values. And in fact, I want you to refer to season one, episode 11 with Melissa Lapointe and episode 13 with Corey Rowan, where we really dive into how you can build a business around core values and why that is so important. For now, we'll say that core values are characteristics that set the agenda and guides the behavior of your business and the people that work within it. These are characteristics that need to align with you. They help you with decision-making. They help you with hiring. They help guide you in so many different ways. They, in a way, are your non-negotiables. And they are key tenants that your team and your staff know to their toes, and it drives everything that you do. One of my favorite resources, by the way, for this, there's lots of content out there that can help you learn how to build a values, vision, and mission. But one of my favorites is Donald Miller in his Business Made Simple book and his Business Made Simple University. So what about a vision? A vision is a projection of what your future brand is going to look like or the environment that it operates in. So it should be really big and really bold and really scary. So for example, Amazon says, our vision is to be the Earth's most customer-concentric company, a place where anybody can come and find anything to buy online. IKEA says they want to create a better everyday life for everyone. This is what your brand should aspire to be. So for OTs Get Paid, our vision is certainly that OTs get paid, but it is bigger than that. We want to change the worth and the self-worth and the profit and the impact and the clarity that OT entrepreneurs, CEOs have of themselves in the world. Full stop. That's a big vision. The last thing is the mission. Your mission statement is like a rule book for your everyday commitments to your vision. This is what you need to do over and over and over again to build consistency and trust so that you can make it to your vision. So for example, 
Google wants to organize the world's information to make it accessible for everybody. Patagonia wants to build the very best product they can and do no harm so that people can use their products to prevent environmental crises. These are the steps that it takes to get to that vision, and it is your core values that lead you and guide you as you take all of those steps. Okay, part two is a SWOT analysis. What does SWOT stand for? SWOT stands for strength, weakness, opportunities, and threats. You can find quite a few prompts online. I really enjoy doing this because I think what it requires is sitting down and really seeing how many boxes you can fill out. Do you know exactly what your strengths are? Do you know exactly what your weaknesses are as a company? Do you know what opportunities exist out there and what threats? I mean, heck, nobody had, you know, COVID-19 in their threats box until now, but it's going to live there permanently <laughs> for many of us. But it could also show you that you don't know enough about your business and how to shore up those holes? Do you actually know the weaknesses in your business? Do you actually know the strength? And that requires you to know what your competition is doing. Do you know what opportunities are lying out there? That really encourages you to get creative. And the last part of a strategic plan is where we write our goals. We write our goals for three years, one year, and quarterly. I want you to write these as SMART goals, and I want you to choose two areas only to focus on. Most people choose marketing and visibility. Most people choose new product development. Most people choose financial. Most people choose operations. There are others in there. However, those tend to be the biggest. Customer service is another one. To make sure that we are staying on track for our business, you cannot choose more than two or three areas. And a lot of the time, I actually encourage people just to choose two. There will be an opportunity for you to come into the Facebook group and see what a sample strategic plan looks like. I'm giving you a template as the freebie, but if you want to look into a sample of a strategic plan, we're going to be talking more about that in our Get Paid Perks and our bonus training. So join the OTAs Get Paid Facebook group. The link is at the bottom. So I want you to get really clear and very specific and start really niching, niching down. So if you're going to be on the left side where you're writing your three-year goals, way over on the right side, and again, there's a freebie here so you guys can vision it, you're going to write your goals down to the quarter. So please go to the freebie and take a look and follow the details that I've given you to be able to start creating a solution for your strategic plan for your business. If this sounds dry to you, I get that. It can be. Let me tell you why it lights me up. I'm not a big old template nerd. I am not a big old like, you know, I am going to have every single duck in a row, but I am big on doing the things that make the biggest movement in my business in terms of clarity, in terms of impact, and in terms of profit. This is the number one thing that you can be doing because guess what? You have given yourself a roadmap. You've given yourself a roadmap on how to get your business to its next iteration with steps along the way. That's incredible. You've given yourself a huge gift. It will also bring you focus. You won't 
be overscheduling anymore. You will have a great idea and you'll be like, oh yeah, I totally want to create that offer. Shiny thing over there. Somebody's asked me one question in a Facebook group has sent me off in this direction. Oh my goodness, I heard a podcast on somebody else doing this. And I think it's a great idea and it could work in my business and I'm going to do it. And you open your strategic plan and you look at your goals and you think, oh, I don't have room for that now. Oof, you know what? I'm going to actually slot that into a year from now in the third quarter. That's when I have time. Alternatively, let's say one of your goals in your strategic plan was to build a stronger marketing funnel and it's taking you longer than you thought. So you either dedicate more time to it and you move things around or you take something away because you only have a certain amount of time. And the prioritization that comes from a strategic plan allows you to focus on the things that move the needle most in your business while still being your business. This isn't cookie cutter. Everything is completely personalized to you and to your business. Less hustle, less frantic, more planning, more strategy. What else could you ask for? So how can I help you build your strategic plan? What are those next steps? As mentioned, there is a template that is attached in the show notes. It is one that I use with all my CEO payday clients and my future students to build their own strategic plan. Just click in the show notes, download it, plug and play. It is my gift to you because I believe so strongly in this tool. The second way that I can help you build your strategic plan is I invite you to work with me that I can help you build your strategic plan. It is a VIP day format. Our CEO payday is a VIP day format, which means it's one day, it's four hours, there's follow-up in there, free follow-up as a bonus, and that's it. And we will get it done. People that choose this option over doing it themselves are sick and tired of messing around with freebies. They're sick and tired of like gnashing their teeth and squirming on a dock and trying to figure it out all on their own. They value their time. They value my time. And they want to leave with a product in their hands. They want one and done. The other added bonus, and this is huge, is they have somebody with experience like me to have their eyes on their business and help with the strategy for a day and leave knowing that you've got the exact roadmap because you popped the hood. Somebody took a look at your strategy as well for execution and implementation. I'm all about increasing impact, increasing clarity, so that you can increase your profit and get paid to do the OT work that you love. I will let you know that I am moving away from one-on-one monthly coaching to working far more in the space of the strategic plan for a few reasons. One, there are seasons of my business. And as many of you know, the OT Entrepreneur Summit is live, is coming up in 2022 and planning for that is underway. And in order to do that, I need to cut back on something in order to add something. There's a strategic plan in practice, people. And I am focusing more on the delivery of strategic plans because it allows me to do the work for building the OT Entrepreneur Summit Live and the new leveraged group offer I will be launching from the OT Entrepreneur Summit Live. The number two reason is also it lights me up. It is one of my very favorite ways of working with people because it brings so much bang for buck. People literally have said it has changed the entire trajectory of their business. And if I can do that in a one-on-one way that 
allows relationship building, allows me to draw on strategy, allows me to get to know your business and we build something together. I mean, to me, that's the most valuable way that I can work with somebody. And I just love it. So please, if you are at all interested, go into the show notes. You're going to see notes for the CEO payday. You're going to hit a landing page where I talk more about it. And there's an opportunity to press a link to book a quick discovery call with me so we can make sure it is a match for you. I would never offer this service to anybody with whom I don't think they would get benefit from it. And that is the step I want you to take if you would like to work with me to help you build your strategic plan. It is time for the OTs Get Paid review of the month. And today, I select these randomly. I do not have a name of a therapist or the company. I have Fangirl and Proud from the United States, thank you so much, who posted it in June. Let me read it to you. It's all possible. Trish and her guests, make sure you know OTs can get paid like they want, do the work that they want, and talk confidently about doing, being, becoming, with the emphasis on being and the real talk that goes with it. Energy flows where attention goes. I think somebody has listened to the podcast a lot or they know me because I think I just said it in this episode. Energy flows where attention goes. I say it often. So thank you so much for that. Please go and leave a review. Ratings are great. Reviews allow people to find us. The algorithm picks it up and it allows people to find us in the podcasting world. And there's nothing I want more than to elevate every OT entrepreneur out there. Once we hit 25 reviews, we are going to be giving away some coaching. And once we hit 100, we're going to be giving away a lot of coaching. So please let others know. Let me know how I'm doing in the reviews. Uh, scroll down. Click leave a review and that will help everyone out there find our little podcast that's growing. This has been OTs Get Paid, recorded live in Studio C. That's Studio Closet. I'm Trish Williams. If you had feedback on today's episode, send us a DM on IG at OTs Get Paid or join our Facebook group at OTs Get Paid. We would really love to hear from you. We'd also love it if you could subscribe and write a review for the podcast. Each month, I'll pick a random review for a shout out to get your name and business on the air. Until next time.